Knitters. Welcome to the Knitty McPearly podcast. My name is Devin Ventry, and this is a podcast where we talk about knitting and sewing and a handmade wardrobe. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, I've got a bunch of knitting and sewing to share with you, so let's get started. Um, it's March 25th. It's been a while since I've recorded, you know, life. It is what it is, right? So, um, but I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to be talking to you. Uh, I wanted to start off with a giveaway. I was so excited when Melissa of Nomadic Knits contacted me and asked me to design something for an upcoming issue. So I'm gonna be designing a sweater for the uh, Virginia, Maryland, DC issue that's coming out sometime this year, I don't know when. I know when it's due, I just don't know when the actual magazine's coming out. Uh, but she sent me this copy to give away. This is from the New York State issue. This is, um, it has a gorgeous pair of socks on the front of there, and it just has really pretty stuff inside. Mommy, What's up, sweet pea? Will you please snuggle the pouch? Let's see. Sure, have Gigi get it for you, okay? Pretty stuff in here. Oh, that's beautiful. Look, the photography is really beautiful. Sure, that's fine, sweetheart. Gigi will get it for you. So my philosophy for this episode is just to kind of let it happen. I might not even, you know, edit this out. We'll see, this is my life. <laughs> I'm sitting like in the middle of my house, so this is just what we get. Anyway, for this giveaway, um, it just has really beautiful photography. Let me show you this picture. It's just cute. <laughs> but it's got lots of great patterns in here. I think there's even like a drink recipe. Um, really cute, there's a sweater. Um, so anyway, I'd like to give away one copy of this magazine. So cute. <laughs> uh, and I have a couple other things I wanna give away. If you want to enter this giveaway, this is gonna be a YouTube giveaway, leave a comment below and I don't know, we can put anything you want in there, I don't care. And um, in a couple of days, I will pick a winner. I'll put it up on the screen here. I, it, as it turns out, I kind of love editing video, so I really don't mind just putting it in later. Sometimes I just end up kind of saying what I say and I'll put the real thing up on the screen so you know what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> I also wanted to give away, I was for a brief period a member of the Darn Good Yarns um, $5 a month yarn club. I ended up canceling it because it's a very small kit usually, and it's just not stuff I felt like I was gonna be using. For me, it felt like it would be a good monthly kit to get if you're a beginner or you wanna try a whole bunch of new different things. But this kit is really cool. Uh, I just, I don't know, I'm just not going to use it, but it is really cool. They sent a skein of 50 grams of lace weight silk yarn that is for dyeing, and it has two colors, two dye colors, like a green and a purple, and it comes with directions. So you can dye this little skein of yarn if you wanna play around with dyeing. Uh, so that's part of the giveaway too comes in this cute little box. <clears throat> okay, so Nomadic Knits, cute dyeing kit. And the third thing in my giveaway, I already have it packaged up for the winter, but I'm wearing a, set, a pair, so I wanted to show them to you. So 
I got interested in leather earrings from Instagram. I just saw them and I was like, those are so cool. So I bought a pair from Leather Love by Amy on Etsy and they were so cute. I loved them. But I also thought, like, I really want them in every color. Like, I bought a pair that are kind of like this. They're brown leather and gold. Um, I don't have them with me right now, but they're beautiful. If you're interested in leather earrings, I, I recommend you going to her Etsy store because she has a lot of great stuff. Good prices, about $16 for a pair. Wait, yes, ma'am. Can I have one more for, Can I have a one more? Ooh, careful, leather? sweetie. Yeah, that's fine. Tell Gigi that she can give you whatever she wants. This is what I do. Uh, do you have another one of these? I don't know, sweet pea. One of them is in the car. I think you got that one out of the car. No, I didn't. Okay. So anyway, I decided that I wanted these in every color, and at about $16 a pair, I was like, that's just outside my budget, my earring budget. I don't have an earring budget. <laughs> so I thought, I bet I could make some earrings. So I made this pair. And this same pair, I have another pair just like this to give away uh, for today. So this is like a um, leather rectangle. And this is gold leaf, imitation gold leaf on the bottom. Uh, I think these are so cute. I wear them all the time. But I really, I had so much fun. I made a black pair. I made a silver pair with silver leaf. Um, they came out great. I love them. I wear them all the time. And I'm so excited about them. <laughs> Frankly, I think that my husband is kind of over hearing about all the stuff that I made. I'll be like, did you see I made this thing? He's like, all right, <laughs> good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, third thing for the giveaway is a pair of earrings like this. The earring wire is hypoallergenic. I can't wear cheap earrings. So this is like a 14 karat gold plated wire. So you can wear it and it will not hurt your ears if you're one of those people like I am. So like I said, leave a comment below. Uh, today's the 25th, I don't know, maybe April 7th. Does that sound good? April 7th, I'll choose a winner from the YouTube comments. So I will let you know. Um, actually, I'm not sure how to announce that. Leave your email, I guess. I've never done a YouTube giveaway. Um, yeah, okay, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> I've actually been doing a ton of knitting. Um, I've had some new things come out. You'll notice that my voice sounds pretty much normal. It was pretty rough for a while, like three weeks. I either couldn't talk or I sounded like I, you know, just, uh, I just, it was terrible. So anyway, that's why it took me so long to podcast. Uh, this shawl came out. This is the PGR shawl, the Pine Grove Ridge shawl. <laughs> oh, nap time. Um, We'll see how that goes. I may have to, you know, it's all right, no problem. Anyway, uh, this came out, and this came out with a 50% discount for about a week when it was first released. Right now it is, wait, this way, okay. <laughs> Everything looks backwards in my viewer. Um, but it's a $6 pattern. It's a triangle shawl, I'll take it off so you can see. It's a triangle shawl, and it has a center spine, okay. And uh, it's all garter stitch except for the lace on the bottom. And that's in two colors. This is a scrap shawl. You use all of your scraps in whatever colors you like. And um, you just need a bit. And if you run out of a color, you just start using another one. 
it's no big deal. So it's kind of like the Timothy Ridge shawl. That one was super popular. Uh, that one is entirely knit in garter stitch. This one's a little bit different in that it does have the lace on the bottom. But by having two colors of lace, you don't have to have too much of any one color. And I think it kind of worked out. It was, it was a risk to do the two colors, but I think it worked out. Uh, another thing I wanted to show you, so I did a lot of sewing in the past two months. Actually, not really, sort of. I did a lot of sewing recently. Like this past weekend, I did a lot of sewing. My family just was like, we're gonna let mom do it. <laughs> it was great. Um, and I really wanted to buy a whole bunch of new fabric to make a lot of things. But frankly, I don't really have a fabric budget either. <laughs> so I was like, I have a lot of things that I've been wanting to upcycle or fix to make them more wearable. And so I decided to pull some of those things out. And this shirt is one of those things. Um, this had, this whole piece right here was open and it was like a big gaping neckline. And I'm just not a big gaping neckline kind of person. So I did some uh, hand stitching on there to close it up. And then I just added some kind of asymmetrical plus signs because I thought it was pretty. Pretty, right? So let's see. <clears throat> yeah, so this is the Pine Grove Ridge Shawl. If you're interested in making that, you can find the pattern on Ravelry. Uh, another thing that I have been talking about for a while, <laughs> uh, and I haven't shown you because it takes a long time for these things to come out. This is gonna be coming out soon. It is test knit, it is tech edited, and I think it's with the person who does all the fancy stuff to it right now. Um, but this is a shawl for Barrett Wool. I, it has a working title, but I'm not exactly sure what we're gonna end up calling it, but this is a one, two, three, four, four color shawl, and it has garter stripes and a pretty texture pattern and then like a lace on the bottom. This doesn't really go with my outfit today, but I'll put it on just so you can see. It's a wonderful size and it's a delightful, oh, it's so squishy. I love Barrett wool. I mean, really? <laughs> Do you, Devin? Tell us about that some more. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is just, I think that's so pretty. And it, you can see, let me see if you can see the texture there. This is so fun to knit. You might recognize this texture pattern. This is the same one as from the bear socks. So if you enjoyed knitting the bear socks and you would like to knit that pattern some more, um, this is a pattern for you. So keep an eye out for this uh, from Barrett Wool. This is a Snowy Pine, Ellie Gray. I think this is, it's either Folkstone or March Wind. They're very similar. And this blue is called Scout. So that super pretty thing uh, is gonna be coming out soon. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Let me put this. One thing I wanted to tell you about is this sweater that I have been working on. And this is just kind of it in the stage that it's in right now. Um, right now it's just a vest. But I love the way this thing fits. So this is an all over texture on the front. And it has two front bands with no buttons. With, you could do like an optional you know, clasp at the top if you want to. 
but this has a cable down the side, if you can see that, and it has an all over texture on the front, and the back is stockinette. And this has exposed seams like the Molly sweater. Um, what I plan on doing here is uh, adding on the sleeves, stitching them on like a, um, like seamed with the seams showing, uh, exposed seams on the here, and also doing a large fold over collar. So this is one that I've kind of been working on because I have deadlines that this one will probably be coming out later in the year, but it is in progress. I was thinking of doing the sleeves in reverse stockinette. <laughs> this is where we are on this one. So that's exciting. This is Barrett Wool in the fingering uh, weight yarn, and this is the color called Tattersall, which is like a uh, nice tan. Okay, uh, a few other sweaters I'm working on. I'm working on another sweater for Barrett Wool Co. in the Ellie Gray colorway. That looks so blue. It's really not though. It's really just the prettiest light gray. And this sweater has, uh, it's yoked and it has bobbles and it fits just so well. I'm really excited about this. This is gonna be out probably in a couple of months. It'll be one of those um, get it started over the summer sweaters so that you can wear it in the fall. But I'm, I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about all of this stuff. <laughs> So uh, another sweater that I'm working on is, uh, I've mentioned this before, for 29 Bridges Studio, and it uses this color of sport weight yarn called Brass Tacks. This is Merino DK, it's 100% superwash merino, and that's also gonna be the name of the sweater. Uh, this one, I'm currently designing three sweaters, basically. That's where I am. So there's this one, there's this one, and then the other one is the one for Nomadic Knits. And I asked them if I could tell you about it, and they said I could say some things, uh, like I can tell you the dyer. It's uh, Haverland Knits, Haverland Yarn. It's beautiful. It's hand-dyed, fingering weight yarn. Um, I don't know, if you follow her on Instagram, she had a little bird named McGee, and this little bird is on her label, like, she loved this bird. And then one day he died and it was so sad. I mean, just, you know, her, she talked about it on her Instagram and she was just really broken up about this. Um, but you should go follow her and you can see, you know, she has videos of him up there and it's like a, one that she rescued. But anyway, her yarn is, is gorgeous and that's the yarn I'm using for um, the sweater for Nomadic Knits. Uh, it's gonna be a cardigan and yeah, that'll be in the Virginia, Maryland issue. And that's where I live, so I was really excited to be able to contribute to that issue. So, yeah, these are just in, in various states of completeness, some a little more than others, but they will all be out within the next few months. I know that's kind of boring <laughs> just to show that, but that's where I am with that. I feel like I've been doing a ton of knitting and I can't share a lot of it with you, but I do have the sweater and uh, the Barrett Wool shawl and the Pine Grove Ridge shawl. So these are all uh, either available now or coming soon. Okay, I also wanted to talk about sewing. I have a ton of summer sewing plans and I actually got some of those things done. The last time I talked about wanting to make an apron dress and 
that kind of changed into a lot of things that were not an apron dress. And I was really happy with all of them. Some of them I'm gonna show you. The last time I showed you some corduroy that I wanted to work with, I actually learned quite a bit about using corduroy when I made this pair of pants. So this is a pair of ultimate trousers. You can tell I've worn them. This, these, this pair of pants is too big. I made them a size up and they're just, they're just too big. This happens to me all the time where I'm too afraid of making them too small and I end up making them too big. But really, you know, both of these are solvable problems. It's really not the end of the world. I added on, I don't know if you can see that, but I added on a patch pocket to the front. And this is the pocket pattern from the Joy Jacket uh, by Chalk and Notch. So I just used their pocket pattern and it's lined with this yellow fabric, just like, uh, you know, this is lined here. So this, yeah, this pair of pants, I don't wear that often. I learned about cutting on like if you're gonna make a pair of pants out of corduroy, you have to make both the fronts and the backs go the same direction, because corduroy has a direction where it, like this way it feels soft and this way it feels rough. So mine actually go this way on the front and this way on the back, and you can kind of see it sometimes. So I was trying to get the most out of my fabric by placing my pattern pieces so that I could get the most, but I ended up cutting them the wrong way and I won't do that again. So if you work with corduroy, make sure that, you know, that nap is going the same direction on the front and the back, because you can kind of tell sometimes. It looks a little bit different. Uh, another thing about corduroy, which I knew going in, it would have ruined my fabric if I hadn't known, but I did know not to iron it because it will crush the whatever makes that, you know, ridge. So what I did was I, held it down and I just used my iron on the steam setting and just pressed the button to get the steam to relax the fabric. So I didn't iron it, I just kind of steamed it and pushed it down and that totally worked. That was great. I really, it was easier to work with than I thought it would be. But the pants did not turn out quite like I had hoped. I, I found them to be a little bit disappointing. The pattern is great though. I have another pair that I made in a fabric that was wrong, but in the right size. <laughs> uh, so really, I haven't made a successful pair of ultimate trousers yet, even, and that pattern is by Sew so Over It. And it is a great pattern. I really like the way the ones that fit, fit. It's just that they were made out of a fabric that was too thin. So anyway, another pattern that I bought, and I don't have it with me down here, I wore it yesterday, is the Brumby Skirt by Megan Nielsen. Uh, I'll see if I can put up a picture here. And this skirt is the cutest. It's actually a very short skirt with a waistband and a zipper, and it's a little bit poofy. And um, I think the one in the pattern is made of denim. Uh, you use a lot of fabric for the width of the skirt, and then you um, gather it. I made a muslin out of some old curtains, and it was too wide, like it was too poofy. Even though it had a fitted waistband, the poofy part was too poofy. So what I ended up doing to make mine, and I'm really happy with it, is I used the width for the smallest size. So I'm a size six, eight, 
in American sizing. And I use the size zero or two because it's still really wide. I mean, you're still gathering a lot of fabric. And then I use the length for the, the largest size. And that actually worked out great for me. It hits right above the knee. And that just makes it more versatile. I can wear it more places. I don't mind a short skirt, but I would wanna wear it with opaque tights. And um, that makes it only for the winter. But I love the way the one that I made turned out. I'll, I'll see if I can put up a picture here. I'll take a picture of, of the one that I made and show you the one that Megan Nielsen has on her pattern. But that's a great pattern. I really liked it. It was really well done. I'd never used her patterns before. I was really happy with it. Uh, another thing that I made, and I just grabbed this out of my bathroom. <laughs> I didn't even like iron it, is... Uh, so this is a uh, Suki kimono. Look, I put my little label on there. Isn't that cute? This is from um, Dutch. I can't remember what it's called. I'll put it up on the screen. <laughs> um, but this fabric is a Rifle Paper Company. Uh, here, I have a hanger here. Let me put it on a hanger so you can see it a little bit better. This is a Rifle Paper Company. Um, rayon, it's 100%, I believe, rayon that I got from um, fabric.com. And I also made a sleep mask. I put this on my Instagram. I also made a sleep mask out of the same fabric. And I used some uh, elastic that I got from the TaylorMade shop for my Watson bra kit, which is not done. You guys, I think it's fear. I think I'm afraid to make the Watson bra. I made the undies and they turned out great. Took me a couple of tries. There was a little bit of ripping involved, but those turned out great. But I don't know what it is. I think I'm afraid of messing it up. I have the pieces cut out. I feel like just today I felt really motivated to make it, so maybe I will make it. But anyway, the sleep mask is this same fabric, so they go together and it's quilted. And then for the elastic, I used the same elastic, the pink elastic uh, for the Watson bra. So maybe, you know, me mentioning this to you will light a fire under me to go finish that thing because I would love to show you that. Not on my person because no one wants to see that. <laughs> but I can, you know, post a picture of it like on my coffee table or something because uh, that's exciting. I would really, really like to be able to make undergarments. Another thing I want to make is a bathing suit. I actually want to make a couple of bathing suits because bathing suits, it's hard to find one that you like. They cost the earth. And usually, even with all that you have spent, it's still not one that you really love. So my plan for the summer is to make some bathing suits. The pattern that I have my eye on is called the Bombshell. And it's by, can't remember, but I'll put it up on the screen. I would like to customize this pattern because I am a skirt bathing suit person. I just like, I like a one piece bathing suit. I like it to have a skirt. Cause to me, I would rather look like I'm wearing a cute dress than like there's just too much of me showing. Like I just, it's not, it's, you know, anyway. So I would like to make a couple of those and that's gonna be really fun. So I need to finish the Watson bra to give me the confidence to make some bathing suits. Okay. So I finished that up, got my pile over here. Uh, another thing that I made is this Charlie Kaftan, and this is out of Nanny Eero, 
that I talked about before. Isn't that pretty? Isn't that fabric just so pretty? So this is the short version of the caftan and you have a couple choices with this. You can either do the gathers like I did here. It's probably hard to see because it's a dark fabric, but you can either do the gathers like I did here or you can do a pleat. I did a muslin out of an old sheet where I used the pleat and that's a little bit harder to do. This is easier, um, but I'm really happy with how this came out. You'll notice though, this is the size six maybe how wide it is. It's very wide and they give you the option to add waist ties, but I did not. And honestly, this thing is so comfortable, ridiculously comfortable. So I might just leave it like this. I don't know if it bothers me. If I feel like it's too wide, I'm going to put a piece of elastic in the back to kind of draw it in a little bit but that's where I am with that. I've been wanting to make this pattern for a long time. I definitely want to make a long one, and I think I'll use double gauze again. This is the Nanny Eero double gauze, um, and I got this from Miss Matasuki, I think. I'll put it on the screen. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I'll, I definitely want to use double gauze again for the longer one. I probably won't use Nanny Eero. Maybe I will. I don't know. It depends if I can get enough yardage to make um, to make it with the fabric that I want. All, rayon would be a great option too. Something with it's soft and has good drape would be just great for that. Um, I finally decided to go with the hinterland dress. I did buy this pattern. To me, it has a little bit of a little house on the prairie vibe that I did not love. But at the same time, it's so basic got pockets here. So I did the regular standard length and this is like a seersucker. It's like a gray striped seersucker. Um, it's got four buttons and this has a lot of options. It's got sleeveless, it's got short sleeves, it's got three quarter sleeves. You can do short, medium, and you know to the floor if you want. You can do the button placket just on the front. You can do the button placket all the way down. You can do no button placket at all. Any of those things, all of those things are included in the options. I feel like I can get a lot of mileage out of this pattern because I could, I could make the skirt and just put an elastic waistband on the top. I could make just the top and make it a cute top. Uh, this is something I feel like I could make a, a bunch of these and just have them in different fabrics and that would make them feel really different. So I really liked this. One of the things that, this is by So Liberated, the hinterland dress, if you haven't seen it before. Um, one of the things about her patterns that can be off-putting is how much fabric they use. Like this, to make this in the pattern, it says you need as much as to make the Charlie Caftan in the long version. And I'm like, where is all this fabric going? But I just didn't feel like I did. I'm not sure why I was able to squeeze more pieces, you know, out of the fabric. I don't know. So I would say don't be put off by that. I was, and I'm kind of glad I got over it because you really don't need as much as she says. So this, I feel like I only had maybe two and a half yards and I was supposed to need three and a half. I don't know. I don't know why that worked out like that, but it did. So in this one, I definitely made the size six because um, she, I just know I've made her patterns before and I know that's my size. 
So that's that. Okay, the last make that I wanna show you, and this isn't even really a make, I'm working on doing a, a photo tutorial of this for my blog, but this was a pair of jeans. This is kind of the in progress. So this ridiculously tiny pair of non-stretch jeans fit me like 10 years ago, eight years ago, but they no longer fit me. So this is where I've ripped out the side seam. So I pulled off the waistband and I have found, for me anyway, that this low waistband that's supposed to fit like around your hips, the jeans that don't fit me, this now fits around my waist. So I just increase the rise. So I pulled off the waistband, okay? And I just increase the rise by adding fabric to the front, you know, front left, front right, and back. Now, you do also have to get a longer zipper. This is like a tiny little three inch zipper. I mean, it's just so short. And I would probably change this out for like a six or seven inch zipper. And, and then um, just put it all back together like it was, but with the longer zipper. And I just put in rectangular panels and then I put darts in those panels so that the waistband fits around the top. Does that make sense? I will measure the width around all the parts, like the legs and the hips, to see how much fabric I need to add down the sides of the jeans to make them fit. This is a pair of skinny jeans. So I think this is gonna have wider fabric at the top than at the bottom, that makes sense. It'll be more like a big triangle that I put in there. If that does not click with you, if you don't really get how I've done that, I plan on making a photo tutorial of these, I've started that already, that I'm gonna put on my blog in case you want to take a pair of jeans that no longer fits you, but that you liked. This is just a pair from H&M. <clears throat> That's just the size, but it's just a pair of jeans from H&M and um, regular waist, slim leg. But they're really well made. Like this denim is just really nice. I, I always liked them. And they don't even fit my daughter anymore. Like they're just, there's no give in them at all. Even when I wore them, they were a little bit tight in the leg, like in the lower leg, they were a little bit tight. So anyway, this will solve that problem. So I'm excited to work on these in my spare time. <laughs> I've got that, right? Totally. Okay, so that's all of the stuff that I have made that I wanted to share with you. Um, let me just move that stuff over a little bit. There we go. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about knitting fantasies. So I have a few picks for you. I actually picked these a couple of weeks ago, so new stuff may have come out since then, but I still love these. The first one is the Soldotna Crop by Caitlin Hunter. This is a short cropped sweater. I'm pretty sure it has short sleeves and it's total Caitlin Hunter. It's got tons of color work. You can use lots of different options. They all look different and it's just a really cute shape and I just really thought it was cute. Uh, that's been super popular on Ravelry too. Um, my second pick, I only have three picks for this week. My second pick is actually two sweaters, both by Anna Strick 
and it's the big love cardigan and the great love cardigan. And um, one of them is in a heavier gauge yarn than the other one, but these are just the squishiest, like awesomest cardigans. It's like an all over texture pattern and they're knit with Letty Lopey yarn. They're just gorgeous. I'm pretty sure she made all of hers in some shade of gray and I really can't imagine you knitting it in any other color. I mean, gray is the best color, especially for a bulky, chunky, awesome cardigan. So um, yeah, I highly recommend those. If you are interested in working with Letty Lopi, especially, I think that would, that yarn just has such a, a tooth to it, like a bite, and it's got such structure that I feel like that sweater could almost function as a coat. So. Uh, my last pick is Nurtured by Andrea Mowry. This is another cropped sweater. I think I've been making a lot of high-waisted things like pants and skirts, and it just makes me want to wear a top that's more cropped. I think that's super cute. Love that look. High-waisted pants with the shorter top. Um, this is an all-over texture in a pullover. I'm sure you've seen it before and it's just really pretty. I love how she showed on her Instagram, someone else posted, I think she reposted it, how this sweater works for all different bodies. It's great for so many shapes. And I think that that's true of, of most sweaters that are more fitted. Fitted clothing looks better on more people because whether you're slim or whether you know you're a bigger person it it doesn't really matter if if it's if it fits you well it makes you look i don't know i don't know i'm not sure what the right word is but something that has large sleeves or a large body or both um i don't know though i kind of think i kind of like either a slim body with big sleeves or slim sleeves with a wide body, I think is okay too. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, that's a wonderful sweater. So I'm sure you've seen all those, but if you haven't, then there you go. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it was great to see you again, great to talk to you. And if you enjoyed this video, please subscribe and like it. And that lets Instagram let other people know that this video is good. So um, thanks for watching. Until next time, enjoy your knitting. Bye, knitters. How about you take her up and put her down for a nap? Would that work? Hey, Charlotte, I'll let you have a fruit pouch and a yogurt pouch. If you let Gigi put you to bed. Thank you, Gigi. I owe you. I'm sure Gigi will read you books. All right. I guess we're going to be cutting that out. I don't have a so here's